0: I think that deserves a clap, does not deserve a clap, resurrection. Wow, I wanna thank all of those that were up here in the stage, the choir. That wasn't a typical Springvale choir, but I loved it. It, it was fantastic. Thank you for all the work you did to lead us into worship this morning. You know, Sunday, Easter Sunday, is the most significant day in the church calendar because it celebrates what our faith is built upon, the resurrection. But I don't want to talk about Sunday yet. I want to talk about Saturday. You know, surprisingly little is said in scripture about Saturday. The day between Jesus leaving and before he came back, the day before, the day after he was crucified, but the day before he was resurrected was Saturday. Saturday. And what happened on Saturday? I don't know. You know, Matthew sums up Saturday with this. Jesus dies on the cross. Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth or shroud, and placed it in his own tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance of the tomb. Story closed. Whoosh. And here's the two words, went away. That's Saturday. It ended, the the putting of Jesus in the tomb ended Friday, and Saturday was, went away. We hear nothing about the story of Jesus until Sunday. What happened Saturday? Well, we know uh, that Saturday is, and still is, it's the Jewish Sabbath, and so the followers of Jesus had Sabbath. And Sabbath, nothing could happen. You couldn't cook, you couldn't shop, you couldn't work, you couldn't even walk that far. And so what was left was to sit around and talk with the people around you. And what do you suppose the disciples of Jesus talked about on Saturday? It wasn't the Maple Leafs. They had enough disappointment. the one that they expected that would bring to fruition their dreams, their hopes that were firmly embedded in the Old Testament, promises of being brought out from oppression and out from under attack and out from persecution, promises of a new life, of victory, of of wealth and prosperity, promises that what they had always been hoping for would be fulfilled in this one, Jesus, and then he died. Saturday was a day of heaviness, of broken dreams, of expectations that were shattered on the rocks of reality, of hopelessness. We gave our lives to following him. What now? He's gone. He left us. It's Saturday. The day between Jesus leaving at the crucifixion and Jesus returning at the resurrection. Saturday. A day of emptiness, hopelessness, fear, wonder, questions. Now, they didn't have to. Be this way. It didn't need to be a day of fear and hopelessness and brokenness, a day of anger, a day of questions, because Jesus had promised that on the third day he would rise from the dead. He told them many times On the third day I will rise. He explained to them ahead of time, I'm going to Jerusalem. They're going to arrest me. They're going to falsely accuse me and torture me. They're going to put me to death. But on the third day, I will rise. You know what? Not one of them believed it. Except the people that believed it were who? The religious leaders. His enemies. They said to Pilate, you have to put a guard, which was really unusual, to guard a dead body. Why would they guard a dead body? Because his disciples might come and steal the body away and say he rose from the dead just like he said he would. They remembered the words. They didn't believe them, but they remembered. And his disciples who were with him day after day, in and out, all over, never remembered or believed the words Had they believed the words, Saturday would have been a day of keeping track of their watches. Guys, there's only 13 more hours in the resurrection. He's coming back. They would have been keeping track of every minute, full of expectation, full of hope, sitting at the grave, watching for it to happen. Like the start of a Super Bowl. Right there, it's going to happen. Don't bother me. It's going to happen, he said. It, would, it could have been a day of expectation, a day of hope, a day of purpose, a day of faith. But it was Saturday. You know, we live in Saturday. We live in the time between Jesus leaving and Jesus coming. We live in the time between Jesus ascending, rising from the dead, ascending into heaven, and the day we're waiting for him to come back to the earth. He promised he was returning. We live in the days between, the Saturday between. Did you know that? It's Saturday. For us, it's the days between his leaving and his coming. Now for some of us, these days are days of hopelessness, days of pain, days of expectation. We thought, I thought my marriage would be far better than this. I don't know why it's so hard. I thought my kids would walk with Jesus. I thought they would want to follow Jesus. I thought I'd have more time. I thought the person I love would have more time. I thought my business would have taken off by now. My career would have taken off by now. I didn't think I'd be struggling still. I thought I would have found a spouse by now. And in those times, and in those circumstances, what happens? We get discouraged. Our hope begins to waver. We get angry because God isn't answering the prayers that we long for and call out to him for. And so we're hopeless. I'm wondering, why do I follow this Jesus? I'm in Saturday. Or for some, for some, you know, not everybody mourned on Saturday the crucifixion of Jesus. Not everybody. Some delighted in it, many didn't pay much attention to it, they knew it had happened but it meant as much to them, Jesus being crucified, as the two criminals beside him. It didn't change their life a whole lot. They had a life to live. They were continuing on. Too bad for him, but I'm moving on. His death does not impact me, was their thinking. And so Saturday was a day to move on. But here's, Where our Saturday is like their Saturday. That Jesus has made promises about his return that ought to fill us with strength and courage and hope and joy and and love that, that carries us through the difficulties and that arrests our attention to life is not just about me continuing on and making what I can make of it. There is something unique about a man who rises from the dead. Something even more unique about one before he was killed, predicts what will happen, and then pulls it off. There is something unique about a resurrection from the dead because nobody has ever done it. Maybe what he has to say, I need to believe Look at the promise he gives to those of us that are on Saturday. Our Saturday, not the Saturday between Good Friday and Easter because he rose from the dead, but that his resurrection from the dead only gives more strength to the promises that he gives to us today. There are so many promises in scripture, but I want to focus on one. Uh, uh, Paul is writing, he says, I declare to you, Brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. These bodies, these flesh and blood, these dying bodies cannot inherit the kingdom of God, which means that the kingdom that Jesus came to preach about and tell us about requires change in our bodies. We can't get in with these bodies, he says. And so, the perishable must clothe itself with imperishable. The the body you're living in now, the Saturday you're living in now, is not forever. That the one who rose from the dead is bringing a radical, upside-down, transformation to this world when he returns that will change you to the core of your being. Even your body will be different. The mortal will put on immortality When the perishable has been clothed with the imper... When this body of mine is made new and changed and will never, ever suffer or die again. When the mortal puts on immortality and when the saying is that was, was written will come true... Death has been swallowed up in victory. Just like Jesus swallowed death in victory and rose from the dead. So you and I are awaiting that day when we will swallow up victory and, and death in and victory with a new body, a new world, a new kingdom that we belong to. Today is only for today. Tomorrow, Sunday's come. That's what the resurrection means for us today. It's not just about Jesus 2,000 years ago rising from the dead, though that in itself is wow. It's about us and his promise to us that we too will rise from the dead, that the world we live in, our today, is only for a time. Tomorrow, Sunday comes. And so, where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The point of them is the author of Paul is that death does not win. The sting of death is sin. Our sin is what gives death to our bodies. And the sting of our sin is death, the ultimate end. And the power of the sin is law. Well, the law of God, the righteousness of God, reveals our sin. Anytime you match yourself up with the law of God, shows how we fall short of it. Don't murder. Okay, didn't kill anybody. Oh yeah, but that also means don't hate them. Don't, don't be bitter toward them. Don't, don't be, refuse to forgive them. Oh, I'm not sure I matched that. Don't commit adultery. Well, I don't. Yeah, but that means don't lust, don't desire, don't envy. Oh. Be kind. Oh. Love like you want to be treated. Oh. And when I start comparing myself to the law of God that's perfect... I find that sin has a power over me, but thanks be to God, he gives us victory through the Lord Jesus Christ who overcame sin and death, and therefore, my brothers and sisters, stand firm on Saturday. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain, that a day is coming, a resurrection is coming, just like Jesus who is called the firstfruits. The firstborn from the dead, meaning there's more to follow. Us. That's Saturday. is temporary. Sunday is forever. But I'm still living <laughs> in Saturday. I still have the broken family. The health. Still have to go to the funeral home still have to go in to that jerk boss of mine. I still have to watch my kids struggle. And Jesus promises this, Isaiah, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not be faint. <laughs> the only time you need strength is when you're being resistant. The only time you need to soar is when something's pushing you down. The only time you need to walk and not faint is when the going is painful and hard. And the resurrected one says, hope in me. Remember the promises that I give to you. Hope in me and I will give you the strength that you need, the grace that you need, the hope that you need in Saturday so that when Sunday, your Sunday comes, you will swallow death up in victory. That's why we sing the songs we sing. It's not just that Jesus rose from the dead, though he did. It's that he's taking us with him when Sunday comes. Today is Saturday. So I ask you this. Do you have faith in the words and promises of Jesus? Do you have faith to believe that if you are willing to confess your sins to him, Admit your own brokenness in areas of failure. Believe that the death and resurrection of Jesus totally pays for the sin. And that to surrender your life to follow him, which means to obey him, that if you have that kind of faith, you will be cleansed from the inside out, forgiven of your sins, and reconciled to God. That's the promise for Saturday. Have you believed that promise? Have you said to Jesus, I'm a sinner, and I believe Jesus pays for my sins, and now I surrender myself to follow? That's a decision each of us must make. Some of you have made that decision and you're in Saturday, and you're being weighted down with the heaviness that comes living in Saturday. Jesus didn't say, I'll take the heaviness away, because if he did, then that would have meant he wouldn't have had to go through what he went through to go to the cross. He doesn't remove the hardship. He gives us the strength and the grace in it. He promises Hope in me, which is another word to say, trust in me, come to me, uh, uh, abide in me. And the words are all around, just engage with Jesus and trust him and seek him and he will give you what you need to get through your Saturday. Do you believe this? That's what the resurrection means. It's Saturday. (laughs) Today is Saturday. Tomorrow. When Jesus returns, it's Sunday and Sunday is completely different than Saturday. It is a day of victory. It is a day of hope. It is a day of resurrection. It is a day that the king of kings will bring in his new kingdom and we will be changed and the things that we were carrying now will be all dropped and we will pick up our praise to Jesus. We'll pick up a new life, a new existence, a new body, a new mind, a new world because he proves it at the resurrection. Today is Saturday. Well, tomorrow is Sunday Would you bow your head with me please today the resurrection of Jesus will mean to you what you make it mean to you if you want to put your faith in Jesus just show him by turning your hand toward him Maybe in your lap or up over your shoulder, just turn it. He will see it. And simply pray, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I believe Jesus' death and resurrection pays for my sin. I now surrender myself to you. I believe. Now, if you're sitting here and it's Saturday for you and the weight of Saturday is getting hard, then just put up your hand. Is a symbol to say, God, I want to hope in you. I need your strength while I'm in Saturday. I believe your word that those who hope in you will find strength and will soar like eagles and walk and not grow weary despite the opposition and the pressure and the attacks. Today, putting my faith in the words of the resurrected Savior the Lord Jesus Christ who will return and change my Saturday someday and until then I wait in faith I refuse to walk in defeat believing the voices contrary to the promises of Jesus instead today I trust you Jesus it's Saturday Lord for us but tomorrow is Sunday we look forward to your coming and the fulfillment of your promises strengthen us to be your people I pray